Hey guys, it's Courtney and Lex, and you're listening to another episode of The Pleasure Is All Yours. If you've never heard of us before, this is your first time listening. We are here to encourage sexual liberation within the black and queer community. We want to laugh and learn and just experience life for all the pleasurable vibes that it has to offer Mm -hmm. and to remind you that the pleasure is... It's all yours. It's all yours, baby. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. What you doing? Oh, you know, I'm actually really high right now. You're high? I'm so high Are you, right Did now. you smoke on the way here? Um, you know, our friend, our, our redheaded friend stopped, with, stopped and was like, um, sometimes they forget how to be an adult. So they were like, I need my ID to get a money order. And I was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. And they're like, well, somebody told me I need to get an ID. I need my ID for my money order. And, you know, the whole thing with their ID. So I was like, okay, well, I'll go with you to the money center and I'll just get it for you to show you also, like, it's cool. And then they were like, we were walking back to the car and they were like, oh, my God, they didn't ask me anything. And I was like, yeah. Look at at that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that they have somebody like you to really, you know, just just show them the direction when necessary. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I just. So you guys smoked on the way there. Yeah, absolutely. On the way there and the way back, it was beautiful. Oh, wow. Okay, nice yeah. and high. Absolutely. I've been hitting a little pin myself, but it's the tame stuff, okay? Yeah. So I feel pretty pretty solid right now. I love that for you. Um, we're both coming off of corporate America Yeah. at this point. Um, yeah, I am a participant in corporate America now. I always, Sometimes I'll be working and I'm thinking that. I'm like, wow, I can't believe I'm sitting here participating in this. On your actual little office? Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Luckily, our power went out today when it started storming like around one. Oh, yeah. That, it was out of nowhere, too. I was Girl, like, what? I, I got my shit so fast. I said, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not staying for it to come back on. I <laughs> said, I'm going home. I'm going home. <laughs> and I sure did. I love it. Um. So, anyway, I, I guess I wanted to do like a quick catch up, mm-hmm. but... At the same time, I feel like our pleasure moments can be our catch-up because it's our pleasure moments are a pleasurable experience that we yeah. had throughout the week. Yeah. What's your pleasure moment? Um, this was the first weekend of Pride. Oh, yeah. Um, happy Pride. Happy Pride. Um, so I spent a lot of time, at, like I literally was outside the whole weekend from Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night. Bitch, I was active as you fuck. Was in the street, yeah. What you see out there this year? You know, I realized that I only really want to go if we're going to the strip. I only want to go to the lesbian bar, okay? Because obviously, gay niggas be ready for me to slap them too, and I also just don't like even like. I, and I, it's like a gay men thing. I don't like how a lot of them don't, especially the white ones. They don't think about like not touching you just because they think you're pretty and they're gay and it's cool because they're gay. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no bitch. Why are you touching me? Why are your hands so close to my face? Like, why are you trying to touch up, touch my friends? All my my friends are like, what? But, um, it was red came, you know, and then we went out on Friday, but Courtney and I also went out on Sunday Mm -hmm. 
Sunday night. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. I, Very chill. We watched karaoke. It was just cool. Cool vibes. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you were like, why don't we ever come here more during the day? And I yeah. was like, yeah, this, especially in the summer. Like, yeah. It's so chill. You get the sunset coming and the patio. And the, like, like I want to be on the rooftop and have a drink. Yeah, we haven't done that yeah. since Pride, like what, 2019? Right yeah, yeah, 2019. 2019. That was, man, how things have yeah. changed. I miss my friend. I feel like we should just go kidnap him. I know I've thought about that. Yeah. I really have. We could chain him up. I hate something. Austin. Yeah. Ooh, I but, hate Austin. Yeah. I don't even want to like drive my being down there and yeah. spend money in the in the city of Austin. I yeah. can't stand that place. It's so boring and their people are so weird and white and smelly. And you guys are <laughs> she had to add you guys smelly in there. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> They're all like longboarding all the time or like on hammocks <laughs> and they don't wear shoes. The and free they, feet prisons. They think that because they're like liberal that they're not racist. And I just really, I hate, I fucking hate that. But anyway. Yeah. And it's like, I'm gay and I can't be racist or yeah. I'm gay. Well, I don't know. I'm gay and I be saying some pretty homophobic things sometimes. <laughs> Where's this coming from? What? Glitter? Yeah, I've had glitter on my hands for two days, and I can't figure out what it's killing me. This is the skin of a killer, Bella. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's, it's so, so subtle. But like when you put it in the sun, it'll glisten. <laughs> this is the skin of a killer. What was your pleasure moment? Um. Okay, actually, it's a little bit of a story time. Okay. It's a little cringy, but I'm excited to tell it. <laughs> Um, I'm a little down bad right now, okay? And throughout the week, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a brat, as you know. And I just be quick with my mouth. I be quick with my words. And so, like, I, me and, like, my current partner were, like, joking around. And he was like, I wonder what it, how much, I wonder how long you could be, like, soft for. I wonder how long you could go without being a little snappy or giving me a comeback. And I said... Hmm, that sounds like a, a challenge because I'm a uh-huh. soft girl. You uh-huh. just have to bring that out of me. So why don't you yeah. bring it out of me and I'm going to do it. So it just became this conversation of like, okay, I'm going to come over on Friday afternoon and you're not going to, you're going to be soft. You're going to be that soft girl. I want to like, I want you to take care of me. I want you to like do these things. And I'm like, okay, cool. Cause I don't usually do that. So I'm going to try. Okay. So he wanted chicken katsu. So I went to the grocery store and I got all the stuff for like a curry for myself and my roommate. And then, um, chicken katsu, I made it up. I fried it, but he wanted me to do it butt ass naked. Um, so I was butt ass naked frying chicken in the kitchen. Okay. And <laughs> he was just like <laughs> chilling around me, like, you know, slapping my booty and like saying nice things to me and like helping me co- chop up the veggies and stuff. And I think my most pleasurable moment out of it was honestly the fact that my roommate was here because she's on summer vacation now. And she walked out and I was just butt ass naked in some heels, like frying up like chicken. And I told her I was cooking her, her food too. And so she was just like, Okay. Like, she's like, okay. This is it. She, like, she sat and she, like, had a whole conversation with us. We came and we all sat and had dinner together. And I was, like, I had a little apron on, but I was still butt-ass naked. And I was just like, what if, I don't know what this was, but he really enjoyed it. And I think it really set the tone for later that night. And I really enjoyed it. So that was my pleasure moment. Don't be afraid to get freaky and fry up some chicken butt-ass naked, even if your roommate's in the other room. Because chances are she's okay with it. And it was really good. It was really, really good chicken katsu. I have to make it again. Um, I will say that I need a meat thermometer because there wasn't any like oh super a meat raw, thermometer. There wasn't okay. any super raw chicken, you know, or yeah. anything like 
it was fine. Yeah. But they were like very like both of them were very like, oh, let me let me check, let me double in here, let me make sure it's all done. And that was pissing me the fuck off. So yeah. I just needed to like show them the meat is at one sixty five. And as a, a cook, I just want to know if you have any advice for me as far as making sure my meat is well done when it's breaded and fried. You know. Okay. So breaded and fried. When you think it's done. Leave it for like another like two minutes. But I don't want the outside to burn. I but turn the from. turn the heat down okay. and leave it in there just for a little bit, like just for a little bit. Um, especially if you like do it for the suggested time to cook it. Yeah, that's what I um, do. And you're and you're like not entirely sure. It's better to be safe than sorry. So you can always just like leave it for another minute, two minutes, and then let it rest before you actually serve it and people start cutting it because the inside temperature when you cut it open and the steam comes out the steam is sometimes cooking the meat still which is why it's good to let your steak rest your chicken rest before you cut it and serve it okay chef <laughs> yes chef appreciate you pill of course i'm gonna have to make it for you next time i still have a little curry in there it was pretty good mm. i just used a little uh, japanese curry cubes oh yeah yeah yummy um but yeah that was my pleasure moment i love it week. um and after our pleasure moment we would usually go into the pleasure principle but i kind of melded together a fun fact in the pleasure principle today okay so because it's fucking pride yeah. and i feel like you know we have to celebrate our queerness while also learning about how to celebrate other people's queerness yes i thought it was important to start this month off by like going into the history of the pride flag Ooh. bitch did you know there were 17 different kind of pride flags that's too many oh too many as in like how am I supposed to remember what all of them are? Let me help you. <laughs> <laughs> because I go through. I know the one with the bear paws for bears. I oh know that. Oh my gosh, I, that one is in here. That's my last one. Okay, okay. yeah. I love that. Okay. <laughs> um, so I start kind of with the original pride flag that was created in 1978 by Gilbert Baker. Okay. okay. Mr. Baker. Uh, yes, Mr. Baker. Um, and it contained eight vibrant colors, each with different meanings. Uh, so we can go through those. So the first one was hot pink, and that was for sex. Ooh. The red was for life. Orange equaled healing. Yellow equals, this is where it kind of got a little questionable. Sunlight. Okay. Green equals nature. Okay. Turquoise equals magic. Okay. Indigo is serenity, and purple is spirit. Now, some of it makes sense to me. I don't know. It's sounding like gay witches. Yeah. You know, and it might have been 1978, probably. They're coming out yeah. of that era. Um, so a few short months later, after the assassination of Harvey Milk, which he was like, I don't know what he was running for, y'all, but he was running for, for it in San Francisco. <laughs> uh, he was a gay man. <laughs> I could have done more research, but I said no. That's so funny. <laughs> he was running for like some kind of office. Okay. Um, and I thought you a- meant he was like physically running. Oh, <laughs> not for his gun, bitch. <laughs> you said he was running and he ran. He was, I don't know what he was running from, but he was running from something. I was like, oh my God. No. A no. man on the run. <laughs> no, I guess I could Google it like super quick because I'm, I don't know. I don't want to give y'all any wrong information. <laughs> Harvey Milk, what did he do? Let's see. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Okay. He was an American politician and the first openly gay man to be elected into public office in California. He was also a member of the San Francisco Board of Supervisors, but he was assassinated, y'all. Which you guys can watch that movie, Milk, starring, is it James Franco? 
I don't I don't know the I don't think I would click a movie called Milk. (laughs) 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 Unless maybe it was a porn. Oh, I like that. Who's in it? Okay, Sean Penn. Sean Penn. He plays Harvey Milk and James Franco plays some associate of his or some shit like that. But it's a movie if you guys want to learn about him and his life. But he was assassinated. So that's the end of the movie. Yikes. I um, hate crime. But when that happened, the flags increased in, um, in demand because people wanted to support the movement. People wanted to show um, you know, reverence to Harvey Milk and what he mm-hmm. did in California for the gay community. Mm-hmm. So they had to actually alter the colors due to fabric availability. So they got mm-hmm. rid of the hot pink and I think they got, they got rid of the turquoise. Um, in 1979, they had another change when very gay shit. They noticed <laughs> that the center stripe was often blocked when they hung it vertically from the lamppost in San Francisco. So they said, no, 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 bitch. They need to be even. So and, you, of- and you know what happened? I bet you this is exactly how it went. They probably hung, they probably got them all in and they were like, oh my God, yes, the flags are here. And then they hung them up. And as soon as they hung it up and everybody was clapping and cheering, there was probably one one gay ass nigga in the crowd, and he probably went, "Doesn't it look a little crooked?" <laughs> That's most likely what happened. And then everybody probably looked at it and they were like, "Yeah, it does actually look a little crooked." Um, ooh, it just turned into like a shit fest. On yep. The flag. Like, <laughs> yep. And what is this turquoise color? <laughs> Well, how can we actually, like, make this more appealing to the eye? I just feel like that's how it happened. And I guess I get it. You know? <laughs> it's a part of history or whatever. Um, so and that was in 1979. So they just uh, made the stripes even. So instead of having seven colors, they now had six colors on the flag, mm-hmm. which got rid of, I guess, that problem. <laughs> um, in 2017, the city of Philadelphia modified the existing pride flag, which was the, the solid rainbow flag that you probably are used to seeing from when you were kids. Um to include the non, I mean, to include the black and brown um, mm-hmm. bars. Blue, as like, black, white, and brown. <laughs> hey, as a sign of solidarity um, to the contribution of black and brown LGBTQ members in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the one I see. I saw a lot of those this time around. Yeah, I um, saw a lot of them at um, at the Pride Parade. Yeah. Yeah, because I did go to the Pride Parade oh, this did? weekend. Yeah. Okay, how was that? It was fun. Fucking hot yeah. as fuck. It was this hot was as fuck. This was one in Fair Park. Yeah, it was in Fair Park. There's going to be another one on the 24th, like, in on the Strip. Okay, and that's like a um, block party? That's like, like a block party thing, but with the actual, like, parade. It'll be a parade, too. Yeah. Did you so, see floats and stuff? Or like yeah, there were floats. There were people. Um, there was, I don't know. There was a lot of church, queer oh, church yeah. floats. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> so there was that. But it was fun. It was hot. There was a lot of, like... Like, you could buy the fans and the shirts and the flags and stuff there. And I got this pin that says, um, I'm a really good cook, um, something. But about, I like to eat out with But I girls. like to eat out with my girls, yeah. And I was like, ooh, this is perfect. Very you. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, in 2017, yeah, that was Philadelphia. They did the black and the brown stripes. Mm-hmm. And then the first transgender flag debuted at a pride parade in Phoenix, Arizona, by activist Monica Helms. So the light pink and the blue stripes were used to represent the two colors that were traditionally associated with boys and girls. Yeah. And then the middle white to represent individuals who are intersex, transitioning, or non-binary. Love it. Um, and then in 2018, 
the non-binary artist Daniel Kassar created the progress flag. This is the one I saw. The which, purple, is it the purple, black, and gray one? No, that's the like progress flag is the the one with the trans in the corner. It's like a triangle of the trans colors. Okay. And then it has the black and the brown in the triangle. And is there I, a circle in the middle of the triangle? No, I'll pull it okay, up. Okay, I saw a lot of those ones too. Um, but it has like the regular pride flag, but it just has the trans. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, I'm, I'm trying to have them up here. I'm going to try to put a little, yeah, I know how to do that. Just now. pop them, pop them up around us as you yeah. listen. Perfect. Bang, 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 bang. So it'll go in like a rainbow thing. You know? So yeah, um, that one is called the progress flag. Um, and cozy. Beyonce she yeah. references this I don't know if she meant to do this I feel like her writers and her did mean to do it but I just saw a recent TikTok about it TikTok about it I, no you should have kept it with TikTok I like that <laughs> <laughs> no I think she intentionally did it because remember any award that she won she shouted out the gays yeah. so I feel like she did that on purpose did, and did. Beyonce if you didn't do that on purpose I find it a little homophobic Oof. and you know who else I find a little homophobic Khalees, because why did you, why did you... Oh my God, this bitch wasn't getting the representation she deserved. You are a hater. If I was Khalees, I would be like, damn bitch, sorry, you're Beyonce. I know you could pay me what I need to be paid. I know you should have asked, you should have asked me in the first place, bitch. So no. But isn't it Pharrell, isn't it, isn't it, isn't that the, isn't he the real criminal here? Yes, for sure. But because of his actions, Khalees had to make some money moves and she did. She's out there living her life on a farm. She's trying to be cool. She's trying to be respectful. I would even just be like, Beyonce, write me a check and you can keep it. Maybe you should talk to her about it. DM Khalees. Khalees, the la 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 was so good. I'm not saying you're homophobic. I'm sorry. But like. She did. I just feel a little very offended by that. A little very offended. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) As a songwriter, I'm just, I'm on your side, Khalees, and I want you to get the rep. Oh my God. (laughs) I want you to get the representation that you deserve. Um, but back to Beyonce real quick. Mm-hmm. And Cozy, she says, I'm going to quote it, okay? She says, yeah. black like love too deep. Mm. Dance to the soles of my feet. Yeah. Green eyes envy me. Ooh. Paint the world. Pussy pink. Blue like the soul I crown. Yeah. Purple drank in couture gowns. What? Gold fangs a shade God made. Uh. Blue, black, white, and brown. Paint the town red, red like, like cinnamon. cinnamon. Yellow diamonds, limoncello glistening. <laughs> Rainbow gelato in the streets. Renaissance yachting in Capri. She did that shit. I, I, um, y'all got to look at the flag. I, I thought she it. said gelato in the streets. And I was like, ooh, I love gelato. No, she did. She did. She said rainbow gelato. In the oh, okay. Street. What'd you think? What'd you think I said? I don't know. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. I've been singing exactly right. Because as soon as I heard that, I was like, I fucking loved rainbow gelato, in bitch. In the street. In the street. It's hot outside. Oh, so good. We should get some rainbow gelato and then walk in yeah. the streets during the pride parade. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like sell that. it. Maybe we could sell some. Maybe we could sell some. And just play cozy on repeat. Cozy. There was not enough Renaissance songs at Pride. I just want to say that. Mm, yeah, but I think that's because gays are racist. Uh, I don't know. The Friday DJ at Sue's, as he does, was spinning it. It's spinning it hard. But Lex did mention like, and I said this, and so did so did my friend that was there with. Why would you play it so early? Like we got there at ten, and he was really spinning the Renaissance records into other hits and they sounded really, really good. But it's like nobody was there to really enjoy it, bitch. Wait until midnight. And then here they go with that 
You put your trust in a nigga stupid hoe, how you figure. Yeah. You know, fuck your best friend and your sister. A lot to ya. And then, yeah. Like, babe. <laughs> now we got the studs trying to fuck the fems on the dance oh floor, man. God. Like, please. Yeah, that was happening. That was definitely <laughs> happening. But so was the wobble. And so was the Cupid shuffle. They, okay. they could play those, too. I like those. You like those? The, like anything that'll get the get everybody up, like the anybody that's even sitting down is like I'm not gonna dance. A little dancey song comes on and they're gonna get up and yeah, do it. Get up and shake that ass. Yeah, you learned one. You learned one. You learned all the steps to one too. Oh, I did. I don't even yeah. remember what song that was. It's too. the Can't with it. Can't yeah. wait with it. <laughs> yeah, Courtney learned that so one. I can try to remember it because uh-huh. I, I already forgot it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I saw a, I saw a fight this weekend. Yeah, at that was fun. Um, they did overcharge my credit, my card, and the card of my friend. Like I have three double charges from Sunday night and Saturday night. And That's so crazy. From Friday night or whatever. What? So I don't know, bitch. But Sue, you need to run me my motherfucking money. Apparently, it's black owned now. Ooh. But that's not an excuse. Run me my fucking money. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, we definitely got off topic there. That was my fault. <laughs> Back to um, the gays. Yeah, and flags. And flags. Uh, the most current popular lesbian flag was created in 2018 by Emily Gwynn. Um, they have like a, like shades of colors. It starts with a dark orange to a dark rose. So I'll run through them really quick because, of course, they have meanings because uh, gay. gay. So dark <laughs> orange equals gender nonconformity. Orange equals independence. Okay. Light orange is community. White equals womanhood. Pink is for serenity. Dusty pink is the sex. Okay. And dark rose is femininity. Love it. Okay. Um, and ninth, does that does that sound accurate? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I said perfect. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You just be ready to fight me. I'm not ready to fight you. I'm just making sure that I didn't miss anything important that you had to say. Uh. <laughs> In 1998, Michael Page created the bisexual flag. Ooh, whoop, represent. Whoop. <laughs> um, so I should have done more research, and I'm now that I'm looking at this this outline, I meant to go back and do it, but I didn't. So I just wrote something about a Nazi concentration camp. <laughs> and that's all we need to know about the bisexual flag. <laughs> so something about a Nazi concentration camp. Well, it was like tri- the the colors were based on these two triangles called yeah. the biangles. And something about that being um, a patch that the Nazis made some of the yeah. Jews wear in concentration camps that who were the gay. gay yeah. So then they took those colors and they created the flag, the bisexual flag from that. So yeah. I had something about that. I should have gone into more detail, but I didn't. But feel free to Google Nazi concentration camps bisexual bi- pride flag. Yeah. Courtney's wearing her bi prides on her ears, ears right now. Yes. And her um, queer AF. You are you are looking so gay today. I, know, my rainbow I just realized the the shirt you were wearing. I said I said I, I was getting dressed and I was like I have to be more gay for this yeah. episode as far as just like talking about all the colors. <laughs> um, but yeah, the blue in the bisexual flag means sexual attraction to another sex. The pink is same sex attraction and purple is both. Um, pansexual. Pink is uh, attraction to female identifiers. Yellow is attraction to non-binary identifiers. And the blue is attraction to male identifiers. Very straightforward. I like these. It's less yeah. of the femininity and the magic and the turquoise. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, 
what's the point? What are we, fairies? Yeah. Wait, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did include the asexual pride flag, which I yes. that's the one that you were thinking of earlier. That was mm-hmm. the, this was designed the purple one. It's gray, black, and like purple. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the black represents asexuality. The gray is the area between sexual and asexual. Yes. The white equals sexuality and the purple equals community. Love it. Um, But yeah, that area between sexual and asexual, I've heard that a lot of asexual people, they're not just like, I don't have sex. I don't experience like being horny or any of those things. They just have like a different level to their attraction to people. Yeah. I've definitely met someone who identified as asexual, but um, dated someone who they felt like sexual feelings for. So, you know, they would act upon them and things like that. And they ended up like, uh, I actually don't know if they're still together now, but I know they had been together for a while. And like, she literally was like, anytime she talked about sex, she's like one grossed out by the idea, but also like masturbated sometimes. So she's like, orgasms are cool sometimes but she's like i find genitals weird and it doesn't like feel sexy to me it just feels weird really? yeah so um that was interesting and but she did uh whenever she did meet her boyfriend she i just remember her being like it's just weird because like you know she, when they first had sex she was like i mean it was really cool i, I, I don't want to do that all the time like ugh, mm-hmm. like uh and I was like oh and she was like but it was so fun and I was like that's a very like different way to describe it but I'm really glad you had a good time that's really interesting yeah that's the only like experience I know like with asexuality I would love to have an asexual person or someone who identifies as being on the tipe yeah on the couch baby because I got a lot of um would you rather questions just waiting just to see what the answer would be and why not to make you uncomfortable, dear. No. Just to pick that little brain of yours, that yeah. um, unhorny brain. I want to see what's going on up there. Uh, so that was the asexual pride flag. It's probably somewhere around here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, though, so that's what I'm saying. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hopefully you see the little flags that I'm talking about so that it's less of me. If just you're listening, you better ask Siri. You better ask Siri, baby. You better whip out that phone and Google it. Especially you, if you're driving. Just hey, Siri. What, 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 like, just put your phone up and be like, hey, Siri, and just have her read it to you. Or just pull over every time I say a different flag and type <laughs> it in real quick. And Because, cool. you know, there's time for that. Who yeah. cares if you're on your way to work? Exactly. I don't. <laughs> <clears throat> the next one, uh, and this is the last one, guys. So the intersex flag. Yeah. This was designed in 2014 and is a solid yellow flag Ooh. with a purple open circle in the middle Ooh. so you said something about a circle Ooh, they added the intersex circle in yellow to the to the, to the flag to the flag with the triangle uh, oh my god i didn't even realize that um red has one on her fridge really? also yeah and i was like what's with that circle in the middle just clicked because it's yellow in the background yeah. and the it's a it's like a it's a it's like a red or black circle in the middle and that's what i saw at pride everywhere oh wow wow new pride flag just dropped hey y'all intersex okay level up level up i love it yes um so these colors were chosen as a flip-flop to the traditional pink and blue condo combo for genders the circle is meant to symbolize wholeness and completeness 
within their potentialities as intersex individuals. Mm-hmm. Meaning you get to choose your own adventure, baby. I, it just makes life. Every time I hear intersex, I think about that TikTok I saw of this guy and he was like, oh my God, I'm like having this pain in my stomach. It feels like something's trying to eat its way out of my body. And then he goes to the hospital and he's like, turns out I had a uterus. And I was like, that's crazy. Just one day you just, you're just going on about your life and it's like, actually (laughs) you're on your period. (laughs) Also another um, topic that would be really interesting to discuss with someone who Who has experience in in being that. Yeah. It's like, I know it can also just be classified as like a whole bunch of other hormones. Like you have really low estrogen, really high testosterone, but yeah. you still have a vagina. You know, you could be intersex. Um, yeah. I wish I knew more about it, but like I said, I would rather just talk to somebody yeah. about it than try to figure it out. Because like medical things are like, they're good for like when you're trying to educate yourself on like what it could be, but you don't really know until you like speak to mm-hmm. someone who walks in the shoes um, so yeah, there are a few more pride flags, um, the gender queer flag, the gender fluid flag, and even a bear pride flag yeah. referring to the subgroup of bi and gay men that embrace their hairy bodies and their chunky body types. Okay, mm. babe. The dad bi bods that are covered in fur. Yes. Those are, those the are the bears. And I, apparently there's arms. And they usually have big arms and shit too. Chunky bodies. Yeah. You know, big guys. Like moto moto. Yeah. Ooh. But like as a person, yes, I like I like that. I yeah, like, I like a big I like a big man. Yeah, um, yeah. How Ooh. far they go with the hair sometimes is just not for me. It's a lot of hair. It can Cause be it's of like room. I don't I want to be as hairy as I want to be, and I want you that to be that too. But like if we're both hairy, just think of the shed and think of how hot it would be. Oh, like and like and how sweat. sticky and like, no 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 stop describing it. Oh uh, no. The last time, uh, the last time a dude with a mustache ate me out, I was like, it, like, it was good, but you can definitely feel the stubble. Like, oh, I yeah. literally just talked. To we were just talking yeah. about it, yeah. Yeah, like the makeout was. It just felt like I was getting. It was rubbing a lot, like right here. And it's like I got razor burn. Is this? Is this? What is going on with this burning sensation? Yeah, like at some points, I was like, ooh, that's rough. I like it. Like I'm getting a little itch. I got a scratch. Let me get there. Uh-huh. But. Yeah, y'all are rough. So I don't know how you guys do it with each other. Yeah. Um, but what I thought was the most interesting about doing research about all these pride flags is that the gay, there's not like a gay flag, like the gay men. Like, what's their flag? The, I thought I it was the rainbow that. one. I thought it was just LGBT. I thought it was all of our flag. Um, I always thought the rainbow flag was the gay flag. Oh. And then, like, how there's a lesbian flag, yeah. and then there's a flag for everything else, oh. and then there's a flag that has, like, all of them. So I think the rainbow one is theirs. Oh, well, you guys is just fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, congrats. Yeah. Let's go, lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we can move on into transitioning to talk about our pleasure principle, which is the meat and the potatoes of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, doing all, again, all this research on, like, the pride flags and the different types of, uh, you know, queer and, like, all the letters in the fucking alphabet. Um <laughs> I know that my most personal experience is being bisexual. Um, and I, Lex, I ask you all the time, and I don't know why I ask you all the time, because I feel like you're going to be like, bitch, duh. But are you <laughs> bi? I, like, I get, I guess, it's really hard for me to say, because 
it, if I were to make a general term, I'm not attracted to men. There are certain men I find attractive, absolutely, and I have the capability of finding men attractive and acting on those feelings. But I don't. I also don't want to say I only like women because I really love femininity. Like that is what is attractive to me. The more like femme, the more like soft femme princessy you look, the more likely I am to be attracted to you. So it's hard to say which. And so somebody was like, well, maybe you're just pansexual. And I'm like, no, because I need the, the key word here is femininity. I need that. There is no like most of the time I'm not. And like, even if it's like a man, there's usually something that is like feminine about him that makes me feel comfortable around him. Like our favorite guy, like mm-hmm. when I'm, whenever I'm talking to him and I, and I be like, and I'm like going off about something, he'll be like, girl, no. And I'm like, yes. And so like shit like that, you know, and like knowing like things that he's done with other people and like the, the different kinds of like genders and things that he's attracted to. I'm like, that's not a straight man either. So, you know, there's that, but I don't know. It's so hard, but that is my attraction is femininity. So it's like lesbian. No, by, I don't know. Pan. <laughs> no. It's funny that you say that because, like, I tried to look up the definition of bi, and I found this huge article talking about how until this article was, I think, in 2018 or something. So yeah. 20, before 2017, the definition of bisexual in the dictionary was, like, um, to have this, the qualities of both genders or oh. to like the qualities of both. Like it wasn't, hadn't, didn't have really anything to do with sexual attraction. Yeah. But then recently they changed it because like people started accusing Merriam Webster of bi erasure, which I missed that <laughs> boat completely. I didn't even know that was happening. <laughs> <laughs> they changed the definition. At first I was like, who? But then I was like, oh, the, the dictionary. dictionary. Like, the dictionary. So I'm like, you wait, how do you argue with a dictionary, <laughs> babe? <laughs> So they came out with a new edition Okay, and included like a more detailed term of bisexuality as attraction to both genders. But um, I said that it was a loose definition, depending on who you're talking to, yeah. like how you just said. And one of those definitions was some see it as the attraction to both same gender and to those of a different gender. gender. Others describe it as an attraction to masculine and feminine energy. Yeah. And then others describe it as attraction to only males and females. So it's just about the way you look at it. And clearly you're part of like, I would say the number two group of being attracted to the, the energy of it more or less than the. Yeah. I mean, it's not even the mass. It's not even the masculineness that is like attractive to me. Like sometimes men are just, pretty yeah and i just think they're really pretty and i'll be like you know you're so pretty i should put some coochie on you real quick just because you're pretty to look at absolutely so it's more of an energy thing for you i guess you have to be pretty okay if you're not pretty like i can't vibe off the energy especially if you're a man like what all righty i'd need you to also be pretty to look at okay i get that all of the people i have all the men i have fucked have been pretty Oh, oh, do you want to go? 
Do you want... No, no, bitch. Hold on. Here's the thing. Do you want no, no, to go there? No, no, We can play this fucking game right now. Like, for you come for me on this motherfucking podcast. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even... say nothing about my niggas needing to be pretty. I like my nigga a little ugly. I like my nigga a little big and chunky, okay? I like a, I like a dirty nigga sometimes. <laughs> I never claim to only like pretty niggas. I like pretty However, niggas. No, you made this face like, which one? No, I, I could name a handful of ones that are pretty niggas. I'm also just thinking of the ones oh, that Oh, there's, there's... There's just a few that weren't. One, that's what I'm saying. And you know what? And you know there's what? There's a few. Here's, here's a few, not just one. Here's what's so funny. No. Is because I, too, question your um, your choices. Absolutely. All I'm saying <laughs> is that I didn't say I liked pretty niggas. Well, I am saying right now I like pretty niggas, okay? Mm-hmm. I like real pretty niggas. I like... When I look at you, I'm like, damn... That's nice. So you, 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 you. I, I like that. And pretty, that's not meaning femme or anything mm-hmm. like that. It just, if you are a beautiful man, if you are handsome, if you are sex, like, bro, you are so pretty to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't come at me with an earring in your ear, this fucking nose hoop, being all nice oh, to me. Oh, that's what you like. Like you're just, okay, no, just I'm, like I'm, you being nice, you being sh- you being nice to the people around you. Yeah, also, yeah, like that's a big one. Consider it. I'm like you need to turn it down a little bit in here. Relax, because wow. I'm I'm making notes. Turn all that pretty shit down. Okay, I'm saying like you're just pretty. Like yeah. I like pretty men. Okay, I like that. I yeah. I know you do because I've I've also seen the men that you've been with. <laughs> the track record follows. It's just I'm seeing like I want to know which ones. I, we'll talk about it off the pod. Okay. I back to my definition of bisexuality now, because I'm like, whatever. Um, I think I agree more with the, also the masculine feminine energy. I remember saying that to you, like, mm-hmm. I when I like maybe last year I used to say like I'm attracted to men like for their masculine energy and I'm attracted yeah. to women for their more feminine energy. And now I feel like that's changed a little bit, but like it's more just like I like people presenting that energy to me i just yeah. like a lot of masculine energy i like a lot of feminine energy yeah. and it's very great when you can balance those two together i think you're really good at balancing those mm-hmm. two together i think the current partner that i am is, is that i have is really good at balancing those two together it's just like knowing when to like press on the gas and when to like be an observer you gotta read the room yeah and i really i like that yeah you gotta read the room um I, I wish I had like made a little section to talk about the difference between bisexuality and pansexuality, but that's just a conversation that we can just have. Yeah, it's Pride Month. We're gonna be talking about gay shit all month. Yeah, pretty much. We all got month. four times to do this in this month. So, um, if you want to be a guest and you're listening this week, yes, hit us the fuck up for any of these other weeks. Just be like, hey, bitch, I've been wanting to get on the pod and I'm queer as fuck, and we'll hit you back. Yeah, okay. we will be making a post um, by the end of the day. Well, it'll be before this episode comes out. Yeah. But um, definitely be on check our Instagram. Um, we will be doing like a whole share your story, even if you don't want to actually get on. Um, this is a opportunity for multiple people to just hop on, um, like like a conference pod kind of thing chat with us and chat with us just for a few minutes and be in the episode 
You can be on camera if you want. You don't have to. Yeah, you could do an alias vibe. I'll change your voice. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, I know how to do that for Yeah, me. it'll be like a Maury episode when they like put the, put the, the it's like. The black shadow yeah. over you and you're like sitting in a chair with a fern in the background. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, so now I wanted to go into some stats about bisexuality. Mm-hmm. Did you know that over half of the LGBTQ people identify as bisexual? 52%. That makes sense. They all be fucking each other. They do. They do. It makes sense to me. That that checks. Gay people, queer people are just really big on energy. You yeah. Know? Um, I'll fuck you in a bathroom if you got the right energy. Yeah. 52% of people identify as bisexual. 33% of LGBTQ women. Um, I'm sorry. 50, of the 52, 33% of women are women and 19% are men that identify as. Hey, I just want to know, I just want to say if you are black and identify as a male and you are bi, um, I just, I'm just trying to see something. Um, y'all are missing out on a lot of good pussy. And you gotta be, you gotta be pretty. Like just, I already said, just be pretty. Um, hit me up, but go ahead. You heard them. (laughs) The applications are open. The DMS are open (laughs) Bi only. Show yeah. me your booty hole. Bye, niggas that's the, only. That's the key to getting. Can I watch you kiss a boy? Can we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, the okay. This part was interesting. Thirty nine percent of bi- bisexual people say that they are not out publicly or with mm-hmm. um, publicly or within their family. Yeah, comparable to the six percent of lesbians that say they're not out to their family publicly or you know otherwise and 10 percent of gay men saying that they are not out publicly so there's more bisexual people that are under the wraps yeah why do you think that is i think because as bisexual people i think people forget that you're bisexual when you're dating someone of the same gender um so i mean of a separate of a the opposite gender so i think like that is a big part of it but i also think like bitches be real biphobic like as fuck Mm -hmm. like y'all be homophobic but Y'all be real biphobic for no fucking reason, like, whatsoever. Especially so, to these niggas. Especially to these niggas. That's why all the niggas DL. How come you can go to the club and kiss your girl, but, Bren, he, but he, can't he, can't. Go, he can't go and make out with his homies? Why? Why not? What's your problem? Why? why you, you have fun. You're homophobic. You're homophobic, bitch. bitch. Yeah. Um, so I think there's that. But I also think, like, I think, like, not a lot of bi people, but I think like bi people do still have that like, well, I could still have this like traditional thing, especially with their families. And it's like, and, and because, and because like their families do like, well, you'll get married and I can't wait for you to have kids and all this other stuff. They're probably consistently saying that stuff. Then it probably doesn't make the space open and comfortable enough for them to be like, well, actually that might not be how it goes. (laughs) You might not know. You never know. Um, And because even if you're like, I don't want to have kids, even their reaction to that is like, and like being in, yeah. And like being in a queer relationship, especially if like you're dating someone of like a different gender or like, you know, trans or anything like that, it, being in a family is going to be a little harder. So, you know. You're like, let me just sweep it under the rug. Yeah. I know for me, it was like, I'm not going to worry about it until I have to worry about it. Yeah. You know, like you said, I'm just assuming I'm going to be in it. I am. I've been in a traditional hetero relationships for the majority of my adulthood. Yeah. So why should I have to go through this drama of telling my parents, you know, that I'm bi when I'm just going to bring another nigga and they're going to be like, Okay, cool. She's not really bi. 
Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, crazy stuff. But I think it's always really funny because sometimes court will court will do this thing where <laughs> she'll be like, she'll be like, I know I asked you this before, but you think I'm gay, right? And I'm like, Courtney. <laughs> that was really... I have so many answers to this question, and they all point to you being very gay. So, yeah, I think you're gay um, as fuck. Yeah, thank you. I think you're, like, gay as fuck. <laughs> I don't think people give you credit for how gay you are. That's what I'm saying. I, um... <laughs> they- Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Um, You've asked me that like three times since we've been friends. And yeah, I'm like, yes, Courtney, have, you're I, very gay. I literally talk about that because I have one of the questions for the girls involves that. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have, I'm going to edit this because I should have told you about it so you can start thinking about it. Okay. I just ask you for your bi experience, but even though you're not like, yeah, yeah. You know, however you want to answer that. Yeah. Um, but because you bring that up, I, yeah, like I went through like a phase where like because I've been in so many hetero relationships, but I know how I feel about women. I've had sex with multiple women. Um, I've been attracted to to people, to girls, people with vaginas since I was like six. Yeah. But because of the way I was raised and like the relationships I've been in, I just felt like I was like, like I was... Um, um, pretending yeah like i like i was pretending like, like being one of those i'm gonna kiss my friends at the yes. club kind of bitches exactly okay wait yeah okay i want to like make sure i'm staying on the outline but you're bringing up a lot of really good okay, okay. <laughs> um so let's talk about the stigma for a second we'll come back to our bisexual experiences so mm-hmm. that you know we can share like our personal vibes with you guys mm-hmm. um so despite being 50 percent of the lgbtq population bi folks still experience stereotypes and stigmas yeah. one of the bigger ones being the idea that bisexuality just isn't real and that most bi people are probably just gay or probably just straight yeah. and like i hear that a lot from gay men gay men are always like oh you're not you're not really bi babe you're not really bi you just haven't come out yet. Like, what is that? Hey, just because you fantasize about pussy and you're like, the, I need to pick one, doesn't mean that I have to do that. I flip flop, baby. I yeah. wake up in the morning and taste the air. Which what am I feeling today? <laughs> I'm always feeling coochie most of the time. Okay, rightfully so. It's, you it's might the get bread and butter. You know? Yeah, you might give me two percent. I'm like, hmm, where the dick at? You might catch me on a good day. On a good you, week. you might catch me on a good week. The you really might. Just like, <clears throat> yeah, twitching. Yeah, twitching as fuck. Yeah, be dug out. I'm saying, and do, and will. <laughs> um, another example is that bisexual, bisexuals. Yes, I like that. Bisexuals <laughs> are slutty and more likely to cheat. Yeah. Are they more slutty? No. No, I just think that they're more. Open. Gay people are sluts in general. Oh. Yeah. You guys are all whores. Queer, all queer people are sluts. If we're going to put a list, it's definitely gays at the top. Yeah, the gay men at the top. The gay twinks are at the top Ugh. with sluttiest. Ugh. I see y'all in the clubs. Every you guys time. Are, you guys are by 10 o'clock. By 10 o'clock, sweaty, popping bussy on every, every single nigga that passes. Licking nipples. Literally. Like, boo. Come on. Why is there glitter Thrusting on his your, ass cheek and now it's on your cheek? Come on, babe. Make that make sense. Please. We're not hating them because I love you guys. Yeah. I mean, the ones that aren't weird, y'all are great. The ones that aren't in your face, um, trying to trying to touch me, trying to lick me. Uh, uh. <laughs> Every time I think about that bitch, I want to claw my skin off. He tried to lick you <laughs> in Austin. Ah, <gasps> uh. that was that's one of the reasons we swore off that place. Yeah, I forgot about that part. 
I thought it was just the general vibes. And the fact that we had to travel like 15 minutes from, from a club to go find a gay club. And then when we got in there, there was nothing gay happening. There was, was nothing weird. gay happening. It was like the straightest music. There's a bunch of straight people just standing. No one was even dancing. That's how I knew it wasn't a real gay spot. Yeah. Um, okay, back to the outro. <laughs> um, it's not just a phase, you know. Families of bisexual people may feel confused or relieved when their loved one is dating a member of the opposite sex. And they see it as, like, you getting over being gay. Yeah. And, like, if I... I don't know. I came out to my parents last year, and I just feel like they're just waiting for me to show up with another nigga and, like, say some shit like that. Even though there's, like, I feel, honestly, I hate to say it, I feel bad for my family because all the young bitches are gay. Like, everybody's gay now. Well, you ain't getting no kids anytime yeah, soon. Grandkids, so- I'm going to get you a fish. <laughs> it kind of sucks because the only other person with my namesake, he's, he's young. He's, like, 18 now. He's about to graduate. He's also gay. Is gay. So my dad is just like, damn, you bunch of gay niggas. And I, don't, I mean, I don't feel bad, like, for myself. I just kind of feel bad for the idea of what he had for his family. Not that that can't change or, like, I don't know. I have, I have a complicated relationship with my family right now. Well, blood isn't everything. You can always have family in a different way. Truly, so. truly. It's not that I'm lacking family. It's not that I'm lacking Oh, I community. mean them. I mean your, oh. I mean your parents. Oh, okay. And they're not you, babe. You're perfect. Uh, okay. No, not you. I'm talking about them. Oh, Like, no. just think about, like, instead of thinking about it as a loss to your family dynamic, now there's, like, a million and fifty ways that your family could go. So, yeah. like... That's so true. Yeah. How fun. Maybe you could have an Asian daughter. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. adopt a little Asian baby. From Indonesia. Who knows? Um, queer people can ostracize and also create exclusionary terms um, yeah. for bi people, like the gold star gays, to exclude bi people from feeling like they're lipsticks part of the community. And lipstick lesbians is one, too. Ugh. Wait, wait, wait. No. No, lipstick lesbians is like a super fan. No, right? it's like a... A gold star lesbian. Yeah, There's that too. Game, yeah. yeah, like you've never been in pussy before. You've never been. Um, you've never been with a man before for gold star lesbians. Like whoopty fucking do, bitch. You want a fucking cookie? I don't know. I've I've ridden some great cock in my life, and I will not be upset about it. I'll let you get away with that one. You know it. The cock. Uh, no. I've been saying that word a lot lately. Cock. Uh. You don't like it? It's such an aggressive word. It does. It, it's, it's hard. It's Germanic. Yeah. I feel it really, I really feel it in my ears. And, um, uh, yeah. What's your, what would you just like dick? Keep it simple. You like bean pole? Um, dick is fine. Schlong, Johnson. No. Why do we have to call it? Coochie catcher. No. Stinger. No. I'm going to thumbs down to all of those. Please, Alex. R.I.P. Okay. Way to really bring the mood down. <laughs> Even the AC said, I got to turn off for a little bit. <laughs> okay. But yeah, even gay people can exclude bi people from feeling like they're a part of the community just because mm-hmm. they can't make up their minds. They just choose one. Bitch, fuck you that's just like gay saying there's only or even even crazier trans women on tiktok being like there's only two genders male and female okay i remember you talking about her what a weird situation yeah we we ranted about it another time so (laughs) 
Um, okay, mm-hmm. so I have some questions for the gals, yeah. the girlfriends. Yeah. Um, the first one being, what was your, what has your bi experience been like? Um, really confusing for me personally because I went through like so much time because I didn't have sex with a, I didn't have sex with a man until I was like eighteen. Um, but I had been in so much Gucci before then, like so much. And up until this point where I met this person that I was like wildly attracted to, it was weird. Like, like feel like having some of those feelings stir up, like out of nowhere, like towards the end of my senior year, I was like, okay, it's like one of those things where it's like, bitch, you're not really gay. Mm -hmm. Like, are, are you really gay? Because now you're having these urges for dick or for like to sleep with this guy like are you even gay you know and then like also being around people specifically um a partner i was with that was extremely biphobic and i would call her out on that shit all the time i'd be like that doesn't make sense she'd be like well you just need to pick one and i'm like well i what if i don't want to pick one was it a white woman yeah and like her being like um she was like, yeah, I don't date bi girls most of the time because, it, like, what if you leave me for a man? And I'm like, what if I leave you for a woman? Yeah. Then what? Is that going to be less painful? Like, what's up? Verbatim. But, um, yeah, it's been, like, really confusing at some points. But once I, um, sort of once I figured out, like, where my attraction to men stands, like, once I got comfortable in it, like, it's been pretty, it's been fine. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, um... I get the ones I want. I get the men I want. So that's nice because I don't be wanting them anyway. So I'm like, if I want this one, then I'm going to, I'm going to grab it real quick. I'll be back. (laughs) So like, you're like a homo romantic. As they call it. I get, I, what is that? Like, you know how they say like some women are like hetero romantic, but like they like to have sex with girls, but they wouldn't date a girl. They wouldn't marry a girl. That's like people call it like, Oh, okay, I guess, yeah. So, like, but you would not date a man, wouldn't really, like, want to be in a long-term relationship with just a man, Um, so... It would have to be in a throuple situation. We'd have to... There also would have to be a woman involved. Yeah, there would have to be a woman. There would have to be a woman involved to balance it out because somebody else has to deal with you. Oof. Especially when I'm not in the mood. Like, especially then, and... Especially when you're not doing what I say do, how I say do, then Ooh. I definitely don't want to be around you. So you, if when you are with a man, what is like? Do you take on a more dominant role usually? I, I mean, like, <laughs> I think it's funny because <laughs> because I feel like I'm still myself, and I think I usually just come off dominant anyway, and I don't turn it off when I'm talking to men. So like, men have said to me like. Oh, you you just you just know what you want, or like you just you be saying what you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I I don't know. I just feel like sometimes I don't know. I just feel like if I'm really attracted to them, they should feel lucky because I don't like their asses anyway. Yeah, that's true. So I feel like sometimes I talk to them like that. But also, niggas like when I'm, like, slightly mean to them, Mm -hmm. which is weird because, like, when I'm genuinely being mean to them, it's like, they're like, man, come on, man. I'm like, no, dude, I will literally, listen, I don't want to spaz. Please, back away from me. This is not a fucking joke. I'm not fucking flirting with you, bitch. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I respect that. Yeah. What about you, Court? 
Um, I wrote a lot of points down, but I'm just gonna vibe out. I yeah, I love that. <laughs> do what you gotta do, um, bitch. So I did not have sex with a girl until my second, third, second year of college. I don't know, like 2016 or something. I was like 21 already, and but I had like kissed girls in high school. And that was fantastic. So, like, I knew I kind of liked them, but it wasn't until college that I got to, like, really experience them. And after that point, I was already in a relationship with a, with a man. Yikes. Long term. Like, when, I, when that happened. Yeah. So, like, it started off as a threesome. And then I just kept having sex with her once my boyfriend went home. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that was when I was like, oh, this is different. And I also had, a, like, a really big crush on my best friend in college. Like, at the time, it's my M.O., um, but yeah, I had a really big crush on her and I think my boyfriend like saw that I had a crush on her and I remember this seized one, the day basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this one time. Um, Oh, are you talking about like the threesome? Yeah. Cause I wasn't with her. Oh, okay. no, this was a different girl. Okay. Um, I had a crush on Katie. Oh, okay. I'll say yeah. her name cause I love her and she knows I have a crush on her. Okay. I've had a crush on her. It's an active crush and like she's fine as fuck. Okay. But that's my home girl. Um, never had sex with her, by the way. Never had... Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, I remember this... After I had, like... After he had seen our, our interact together, I remember this one awful night, bitch. Awful night. Mm-hmm. I was watching, um that first YouTube documentary of Demi Lovato after her recovery, not the second one, the first, one. the first one where she was got sober and she like wanted to talk. about Oh it. yeah. 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 Um, I was watching that in my bedroom on my phone and he was laying next to me in my full size college room bed and he was taking up all the motherfucking room. And like I was watching something and I was just like kind of crying. Cause I was thinking about a lot of things. And I think Demi Lovato was talking about her being coming out as like bi at this time as well. Mm-hmm. And he was crying and then we ended up having like a whole conversation. He's like, I just, why, yeah, why don't you love me? I know you're gay and you just need to come out as gay. And it was oh just like this off. It was the worst conversation I've ever had with a man Yikes. ever until my next relationship where at the end of that relationship, I also had another conversation with them about how apparently I won't be happy with a man and maybe I just need to go get some pussy. And like, it was just turned into like nastiness. Like I, every, every time I came out, not, I guess all my partners knew that I was bi before they got in relationship with me. But as the relationship progressed, they just kind of thought it's that, that it would, it's a phase thing. Yes. Yeah. They just kind of thought it would fall off. Like they would give me yeah. enough good dick to like not. Dick and, is cool, but coochie is fabulous. And it's not even that. It's just like, too. I kept telling them like, I love you. But you're not, you cannot give me anything that that provides. You can't even yeah. pretend to give me what that is. Yeah. So <laughs> you can't even pretend you to can't give do me what that any, is. I could pretend to give you, if you want a dick. I could put a dick on. Yeah. I could put a dick on. And it'll still be me. Court, I, Courtney makes a cute stud. I do. Yeah. Um, 2024 20, loading. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see it. Stop, bitch. <laughs> Um, what was I saying before I got distracted about my, my stud ways? Sorry. Oh, the dick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could give you dick if you wanted dick, but you, you can't, you can't give me pussy. And so what are we going to do about it? And that's the thing. That's the thing. I have always given these niggas opportunity. Niggas is multiple. I've always given these niggas opportunity to let's make it work. And I'm very respectful. I'm like, 
okay, I understand that maybe you're like being a poly in a polyamorous relationship is not for you. Mm-hmm. What are the different um, options that we can do so that I can feel like I'm fulfilling my needs as a bisexual person for the next 45 years of my sexual life? Yeah. You know? And both of them had always said like, oh, well, I'm cool with us um, all having sex together. Why can't we all just, why can't we just go out and find a girl and bring her back? That don't work for how me. It works. I don't want you in the room. Like literally, I would rather you be across the country. Please. Or at least just out of my apartment or something. <laughs> like give me a weekend. Give me a day. Like your energy is not what I want sexually right now, as you can tell. So let yeah. me just like experience that on my own. And I realized that there's a part of that that's selfish. And I just had to work through that. And how, how did I work through that? I just was not in a relationship with those people anymore. I don't and, know how that would, how is that selfish? Well, though? because like, like we have this conversation a lot. You know how and, I feel you know, about like I, selfishness. I know. And, and, and about and specifically this. And yeah. when I tell you me and Lex have had this conversation like eight times, seriously. Now I need to know which one, which one is it? Cause we have a lot of combos. Lex. Some people did not sign up to be in a relationship that was not, that is not monogamous in any kind of way. Yeah. Some people really want one person and they want them forever. You yeah. know that? Cause you've yeah. had partners like that. I've had partners like that. So it's just hard because I understand what you want. Like, and I want to give you those things, but realistically I can't because I'll always want something else at some point. And I have to, instead of like trying to convince them, like there's ways to make that work or like, that's not selfish of you. It is because I signed up to be in this relationship with this person in a certain way. And now two years in, I'm like, this isn't going to work for me. And it's my job to step away. And you know, it takes me a while to do that. So I end up dragging these niggas through a lot of unnecessary shit for eight months of me trying to figure out how much I'm willing to give and how much they're willing to give me. Yeah. And it just never works. It never works. I see. But I always, I guess like for me, the selfishness part is, it, like doing it in disregard to somebody else's feelings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. But it's not like you don't love these people and it's not like you don't want to make it work because you love these people. I completely understand loving someone and wanting to be exactly what you what they need you to be so that way you can stay together. I think what's selfish is like staying there and not being like, hey, this is what I need and I can't go without this. And like, I love you and I have had such a great time, but I can't. What's selfish is staying there for the security, for the comfortability, for all of that. That is what's selfish because you know, you're knowing how you're feeling about this person and you're still staying there instead of letting them experience someone and something who is like actually going to love them and want to actually be with them. So it's like, there's nothing selfish about you saying, I don't want to do this anymore, even if it is two years in, even if it's six months in, even if it's 12 years in, there's nothing wrong with you being like, this is not working for me. When you, when a job isn't working for you, what you do, bitch? Leave, bitch. Yeah. So come on now. I'm not saying a relationship is a job, even though I know sometimes it is, it is. but I'm just saying it's the same. It's the same thing. If it's not aligning with what you need and what you want and where you see your life going, there, what's there's nothing selfish with letting things go so you can have what you want and what you need as an individual. That's my soapbox. Bitch, that was a good soapbox. I feel <laughs> nice and clean. Yeah. <laughs> that was cute. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, those are all really good points, Lex. Um, I also think that I'm having to, like, grieve. You know, I, be, I told you about this, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to, like, grieve certain parts of my life that aren't going to be there anymore. Like, yeah. I'm constantly having to think, even in this current relationship that I'm sort of in, it's like, 
okay, there's things, there's like big things I have to figure out. I don't think I'm polyamorous like as much as I used to, but I also re- recognize that like I'd be wanting different things and like how do I express that to my partner early enough so that they can make a decision to like not continue if they don't want to continue. I think as you're having these thoughts and as you're having these feelings, it's always good to communicate them as they happen. That's why like emotional check-ins are really important and like value check-ins are also really important. Um, and like sitting down and having like a real conversation, like this is where I'm at. This is what I'm feeling. This is, this is just where my mind is. And like multiple things can be true. I think that's hard to forget sometimes too. You can really like this person and also really want this other thing. Like multiple things can be true. It doesn't diminish that you like this person and you want these things with them just because you also want these other things. I don't think that. They they don't connect. They're running aside next to each other. They're not like intertwining. I guess I just hate how complicated it has to be sometimes. It doesn't have to be though. Okay, you keep saying that. You but like it's complicated in the sense of like nothing like that. This is just kind of how my life is gonna be. Yeah. Like I have to figure it out. Yeah. Like I guess in, in that way. It's not I think it's I think it's complicated because like you know what you want, but you don't want you don't you're afraid of it you're like afraid of, afraid of it bitch? afraid of it as in like afraid of it as in like it's like i want you i mean you know the basic things of what you want in the big picture yeah yeah okay you know what you want you know the things that you want what you want out of a partner all of these things you know all of these things so it's like how does that apply to right now and how can i communicate to this person or whatever that this is like what I need and what I want and what I see for myself, what I see for myself with a partner that I have. Like that's, yeah, I think it's just being honest, but I think it's cause you know that, but like being afraid of hurting somebody's feelings because we're like, what if they don't fit that? What if it doesn't match? What if they want the opposite? What if it's like so many what ifs, but like the longer you wait, the harder it gets. Absolutely. <laughs> But you know that already. <laughs> Two times, third times the charm, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, like, and then also the, there's, like, a whole under... Mine, mine is really just dragging on here. But, like, you know, there's just, like, a lot of... of Things. Yeah, there's just, like, a lot of pieces to, like, being... Coming out as queer to everybody and then moving on, like moving forward in your relationships from that point too, you know? So I'm just figuring it out, bitch. But like you said, basically it's just confusing. Okay. I'm not a baby gay anymore. I'm not going to say I'm a teenage gay, but teenagers make horrible decisions. Yeah, they do. So I'm just trying not to make horrible decisions. But as a teenager, you only learn from your horrible decisions. That is true. Hashtag. We love you. Horrible decisions. Hashtag horrible decisions. But yeah, Um, let me see if I thought I had another question for the gals, but I don't. I only have um, Beyonce's cozy. Yeah. What's been one of your favorite moments as a gay individual or actually as a gay adult without like having like, you know, you don't really, your parents aren't around. You don't have to, oh shit, I got a curfew. Oh shit, I got a... I I really think it's like some of the really great nights as like on Oakland, especially like when like our other friends used to come with us. Yeah. And we would just like, pride to 2019. That was, was just so fun. But even like yeah. just that, that summer and like yeah. the summer, maybe last summer, like bef- 
after COVID or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's just like really great nights where you look around and you just like see a lot of people that have the same energy as you and like no one's really looking at you. Like no one's like judging you. Yeah. And they're looking at you, but they're not judging you. Yeah. You know? It's just like kind of everybody. It's a place where like everybody can just kind of do their own thing. For the it's most just part. really nice being surrounded by other gays and like it's it's just like when you're in a room full of like as black queer femmes, like just being in a room full of other like beautiful black women and femmes and that same feeling of like oh my god it's all of us here together look oh look my god so look at how everybody's so different <laughs> yes, it's like, like that so many different types of people yeah yeah but still all black yeah fabulous mm -hmm. um shout out to the white gays shout out to the non-black gays that yeah. are listening to the, the show of all races and creeds you're all welcome just not on friday nights at Sue's. yeah <laughs> niggas on niggas only niggas they don't only. put it they don't put it on the poster but we're putting it on it's the implied if you want to know where the black lesbians are in dallas friday night at sue Ellen's. yeah but watch out because they've been having straight niggas just walking around there trying to pick oh, up the bad god. bitches oh my god oh my god i fucking noticed that all weekend why are there so many niggas and they're very not gay yeah like they are the like the 40 year old black men that like Wear like the the snapback still and like the glasses. Yeah, and, and like the, the pants big, are dripping. Yeah, and like the big shirts. Like, yeah. what are y'all doing here? Where's your group of friends? Who brought you? Go point them out so I can cuss them out. And they better be a stud at least. Like, you better yeah. have like some kind of gay friend that you up in here with. Yeah. But I think that's crazy that they are coming in there to pick up with them because didn't I see you in Oakland with Red and like you were getting hit on by some dude or so you were trying to hit on Red? It wasn't me. They were trying to hit on Red. It was twice. And like, you know niggas walk with a dick forward when they about to come and disrupt your peace. And so both of them did that. And one of them, the first one, I just, like, I saw her, like, look at him and, like, move away. And so I put my arm in between him, and he was still pushing up against me. And so I pushed him back. And I said, nah, you're good. And he was like, you can respect me. And I was like, or... What? And I said, or you can respect the both of us and walk the fuck away. Yeah, and when he was like, And he just kept saying, nah, you gonna respect me. I said, my nigga, fuck you, please move around and he's just standing there looking at me like this it's amazing that they think they can walk into somebody else's space mm -hmm. personal space physical space mm -hmm. and have that kind of attitude like you will respect me yeah. oh the fuck i do and then not the have other to. and then the other guy like walked up to her and she said she was like scrolling on her phone or whatever because uh, i just want to go get napkins i stepped away for two seconds and came vultures. back two seconds like vultures came and she was like he was like why aren't you tasting me and like and yeah that first thing he said to her, and that was right when I walked up, and I said, my nigga, you can, can you back up? And he said, oh, yeah. And I was like, we good. We're good. That's the part I saw, because you guys yeah. said, we're good, we're good. Bitch, these niggas is tripping, bro. Awful stuff happening here. Okay. Yeah. Um, any last thoughts, babe? Um, be who you are. For your pride. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know where to follow us, but if you don't, it's probably somewhere in the below description. All your pleasures underscore for Instagram and the Tiki Talkie Boo. Um, love ya. Bye. Bye. Hush, 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 baby.